Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Rise and shine, football fans. Dig out your gunslingers and game managers because it's time for Judd Zolgad's Minnesota Viking quarterback pecking order. Here we go. All right. All right, slight tweak to our pecking order here. Instead of us both doing a pecking order and wasting a bunch of time, we're going to alternate weeks. This week, you're going to give a pecking order. Yep. And then we will reconvene to dissect it and discuss it and throw it out to the masses. Pick it apart. Tear it yep. down. That's what I was going to say. Then, exactly right. And then build Lock it me. back up. Ridicule me. I fully expect that from you, David. That's what it's all about. All right. So the intro is pretty straightforward there. And why don't you explain? Because you you actually came up with this idea well, of Sam why Bradford to inspired. rank the top ten. Yep, Sam Bradford inspired. Where would Sam Bradford rank? Perhaps sadly, among the best quarterbacks in Vikings history. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of quarterbacks. I bet you if you went back 30, 40 years, go back to basically when Fran Tarkenton left. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'd have to go back. Maybe if you went back to the early nineties after after Tommy Kramer was gone. The Vikings might have maybe like the fifth or sixth most starting quarterbacks used. I think the Browns, the Lions, the Bears, there's some teams that have really cycled through a lot of quarterbacks, but the Vikings are up there. They've cycled through a lot. So how would you rank the Vikings' best quarterbacks in franchise history, 10 through 1? Can I ask for a little bit of clarification first? Is this simply play on the field, Judd, that you went with? Did you go with... Lifestyle off the field? Off the field. Did you go with just simply entertainment value? How did you look at the list? I attempted I, I attempted to keep the entire list to what transpired on the field, okay. but I attempted to also weigh it with how good you were for an extended period of time hmm. versus the pop-up years that we have seen before, too, where guys had an enormous impact, but it was very quick and like a star, they were gone. You know, if you just ranked them by passer rating, number one would be Sam Bradford, number two would be Todd Bauman. Thank God I didn't do that. (laughs) Now, here's the intriguing thing about this. I'm going to give you ten names, and we can debate the list. There is also, when I'm done, I'm going to give you something that is non-debatable that I was shocked to find out. Okay. All right. so let me start with number ten. Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon, who uh, played quarterback at Delaware, the pros wanted to turn him into a defensive back. The Vikings finally relented and said, you can play quarterback for us. He was on the team from 87 to 92. Unfortunately, they cut bait way too early, but he did play in uh, 35 games, 1916 in all, threw for 6,000-plus yards, 40 touchdowns in 48 games. He's number 10. They needed, like, 10 more years of patience with If Rich they had Gannon. just been a little more patient, I think he, he would have turned into a pretty good long-term 1990 solution. Number nine on my list, 
this is going the old guard is going to say way too low, but he wasn't here that long and the position was so different then that his impact was probably as much sort of his off the field demeanor. 1967 to 69, Joe Cap threw for 4,000 plus yards. Okay. 37 touchdowns in 40 games. Went 23, 12, and 3. Led the Vikings uh, to their first Super Bowl appearance where they lost to the Chiefs. Here's the incredible stat In 40 games, he threw 37 touchdown passes. I just told you, Phil Mackey. He also threw 47 picks. Yeah. A very uh, different that's time. The, that's period. kind of the era. Exactly right. Number eight on my list, a guy who was here for uh, quite some time, 81 to 91, Wade Wilson went from uh, backup to starter, led the Vikings, if I'm not mistaken, to the 1987 NFC title game against the uh, Washington Redskins where they lost, threw for um, uh, more than 12,000 yards, 66 touchdowns in 76 games, compiled a record of 27-21, Wade Wilson's number eight. Number seven, and if you look at all-time Vikings quarterback list, this guy is in a lot of different places. Brad Johnson, I rank seventh. Here initially from 94 to 98, and then traded away to Washington, of course. they got The, the Vikings got back the draft pick with uh, they took Culpepper with. Then he returned in 2005 and 6, 11,000 plus yards, 65 touchdowns in 68 games, 28 and 18 as a Viking quarterback. Brad Johnson, number seven. Man. Number six, and this is where we start with guys acquired on the fly because, darn it, we're the Vikings and we don't got nobody. Warren Moon yes. brought in from the Houston Oilers in 1994 and actually played here till 1996. The Hall of Famer threw for 10,102 yards, 58 touchdowns in 39 games, won 21 times and lost 18. Warren Moon is Number six, and Warren Moon is where we started with the old, let's bring a guy in because we're desperate, but we don't end there. It's not true. Uh, Jim McMahon was 1993. Oh, okay. Jim McMahon right, was sorry. the first. We're looking sorry. for options because we're desperate quarterback. Right. Unless you count Sean Salisbury. Was he a draft pick or was he No, acquired? he was signed. I believe he was uh, signed off the street. Okay. We now get to the top five. So Warren Moon did not crack the top five. Number five, Randall Cunningham. 1997 to 99 on the roster. Of course, the fantastic 98 season in which he replaced an injured Brad Johnson. By 99 in Detroit, he was begging Denny to take him out of the game to put in the gunslinger Jeff George. Oh, so many things right now. 16 (laughs) and 7 was Cunningham's record. 5,680 passing yards, 48 touchdowns, numerous touchdown passes, of course, to Randy Moss. Randall Cunningham, brilliant for one season until he got to the NFC title game in the second half of that is number five. Number four, a guy who is the second leading passer in Vikings history and one of the greatest drinking quarterbacks this town has ever seen, Tommy Kramer, 24,775 passing yards, 159 touchdowns and 128 games. On the roster from 1977, drafted in the first round from Rice as the heir apparent to Francis Tarkington to 1998, two-minute Tommy, known for going down the 494 strip. and How how do you get the two-minute Tommy nickname? Was it football-related? It was football-related. Great the comebacks. In fact, fact, Kramer's first claim to fame, if you Google it, a game against that Tarkington started, a game against the 49ers. I believe Tarkington started. Anyway... They're way down at halftime. They put Kramer in. He brings them back. Tommy Kramer, though, only 54 and 56 
for his record. But nonetheless, he's number four. Number three, and I bet you can debate this one a little bit, but I'm going to give it to the former Packer. Number three on my list is Brett Favre. Yes. Get this, boys. Brett Favre. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm going to say this. It's true. I'm going to say this slow because it's so hard to comprehend. The Vikings franchise started in 1961. All right? Brett Favre is the seventh all-time among Viking quarterbacks in passing yards mm-hmm. in two seasons. And not even and, not even two full seasons. And eighth all-time with 44 career touchdown passes in 29 games. He is ahead of the likes of Joe Cap, who threw 37 touchdowns in 40 games, Tavares, who threw 24 in 36 games, and Christian Ponder, who had 38 in 38 games. Brett Favre, 17 and 12, took you to the NFC title game before screwing it up in 2009. Love it. Number two on my list, the guy that the Vikings took with the draft pick they got in the Brad Johnson trade, Dante Culpepper, third on the all-time passing list uh, in franchise history, 20,000-plus yards, 135 touchdowns from 99 to 2005, 2004, a legitimate MVP candidate. Interestingly, Dante Culpepper was actually under 500 as a Viking at 38 and 42, but he's number two on this list. Also took you to the uh, disastrous NFC title game against the Giants. And number one, a no-brainer, 91, 73, and 6, Fran Tarkington, two stints with the Vikings, 61 to 66, traded to the Giants, returns in 72 through 1978. So my top 10 list, Tarkington, Culpepper, Favre, Kramer, and Cunningham, top five. Okay. Six through 10, Warren Moon, Brad Johnson, Wade Wilson, Joe Cap, and Rich Gannon. Wow. Wow. Now, okay. Now let me give you this. If you call up, if you go to Pro Football Reference right now and call up the Vikings, everyone who's thrown a pass for them, every quarterback, the Sydney Rices, everyone who's thrown a pass for him, this top 10 list can be debated. Here's what can't be debated. No one else can get near it. No one else can get Bridgewater, near the top 10? Yes. Bridgewater, not there yet. Bradford, certainly not there yet. What do you mean? Like, But, you're, but you've got some Joe, no. Joe Cap and Rich Gannon? No, no. What I'm saying is I gave you 10 names, right? After that, if you were to say, okay, give me a next, who who would who would challenge Gannon? There's nobody on this list. Unless unless you were to go Bridgewater or Bradford, there's nobody well, else who's you, thrown a pass. Missed one major name. There's no, zero notables is what you're saying. Yes. There, I would disagree with that. Let's go. Okay, well, let's, that, let's that's the whole point out. of the exercise. You can't say that Rich Gannon as a Viking is an untouchable guy at There's 10. nobody else. That's when exactly someone what... that you haven't even See, named in this segment. It's working. You oh, omitted. My. I Harrigan's, can't believe someone that you omitted. genius. If you're, if you're, I know who you're going to come back with. And no, he doesn't make it. <laughs> Sorry. Hang on. Mackie and Judd will return shortly. <gasps> oh, yeah. On 1500 ESPN. Hey, this is Derek Wetmore, co-host of the Touch Em All podcast. Don't look now, but the Twins are good again. Each week on the Touch Em All podcast, Phil Mackey and I talk about the Twins from a bit of a stats nerd's perspective. We talk about the news from the team, but we also bring our own opinion and analysis. It does get a little nerdy sometimes, and the jokes are mostly all bad. But if you like the Twins, you should check out the podcast. It's on iTunes, 1500ESPN.com, or Podcast One. It's called Touch Em All, and it's a Twin-centric baseball podcast. Okay, all right. 
Uh, run through your weekly pecking order here. Our, our pecking order this week, and we're switching this around. We're just going to, either one of us will deliver the pecking order once a week. Mm-hmm. And then we'll kind of discuss and dissect and agree, disagree, and take your feedback, social media, whatever. So you rank the top 10 quarterbacks in Vikings franchise history. Yes. And there's a lot of subjectivity because there's a lot of guys who compiled better overall numbers, like Wade Wilson was here for a decade, and Tommy Kramer was here for a decade. Yes. Brett Favre was here for five minutes, but those five minutes were amazing. And so I went one through ten, Tarkington, Culpepper, Favre at three, Kramer at four, Randall Cunningham at five. Six through ten, Warren Moon, Brad Johnson, Wade Wilson, Joe Cap. Rich Gannon. Okay. And then I made uh, a bold proclamation. Well, yeah. I, well, you said that that there's really no other debate for anyone else to be in this top 10 list, which mm-hmm. I think is ridiculous for for a million reasons. Mm-hmm. First of all, Joe Cap was here for three years, and Joe Cap was the early pioneer quarterback. I get Joe Cap was here. Well, it went Tarkenton, Cap, and then Tarkenton, right? Yes. But Joe Cap took the Vikings Tark, yes. to a Super Bowl. I'm going to rephrase that. Joe Cap was in a Super Bowl that... The car was driven by the Purple People Eater defense. Joe Cap was, even in the 60s when numbers weren't plentiful for quarterbacks, Joe Cap was just kind of a game manager. He played four years in the NFL and compiled a 12-1 record in 1969 because the defense was the best in the NFL. Is it fair to say that? I mean, you were born in 69. I, yeah, I, wasn't I don't know. Born yet, but See, Joe Cap wasn't a dynamic great quarterback. I haven't watched enough games from th- that era of football to know like now, if you put Jeff George, for I instance, can t- I can with tell the Purple you, People Eater defense, I think I he probably, I think he probably now, takes him to the Super Bowl. I could tell, I can tell you, starting in the late seventies, what at least the parameters would would be for what we considered a decent quarterback or not. So the Joe Cap conversation is difficult for me. I just know the game was so different then that, for instance, it was not surprising at all when your uh, interceptions outweighed your touchdowns. Right, and that. So yeah, I don't know. And you can account for that, but it wasn't like Joe Cap had this. I'm not trying. I'm just. I'm splitting hairs here. I'm splitting hair. I. I don't even know if you I would take Joe Cap name. off the list. But you brought up the name. Come but on. But to leave Jeff George out of your top ten, I know. I, I agree. I 100 percent agree. If you're gonna put, if you're gonna give credit to, for instance, clearly you are weighing the flash in the pan, the the shooting star across. Downtown Minneapolis. You're giving credit to those performances because Brett Favre played one good season here, and he's third on your list. And I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. I I think you're right that Brett Favre is one of the three or four best quarterbacks in Vikings history because he had one year that was ridiculous. Yep. Um, if 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 Cunningham's one year is fifth on your list, yep, and Favre's one year is third on your list, mm-hmm. Jeff George. You know why? Jeff George you know came in and shot the lights out, brought you into the playoffs. I think you won a playoff game, and you were just out-boat raced by one of the, the top two offenses the last, in NFL history. The last memory of Jeff George playing in St. Louis was oh, the— Oh, don't, f- don't start was, with the last was, memory thing. Was the ball on the ground and Jeff George saying, I've done enough. Okay, the last memory of Brett Favre. The last memory of Not in my top Randall 10. Cunningham. Not in my top ten. I didn't even consider him. The last memory of Brad ahead, Johnson. Boss. You're talking about the guy who arguably may have had the best throwing arm in Vikings quarterback history, and that includes number four. Yeah, I don't know what you're it's thinking. It's not going to cause me to put him on the top 10 just because of that. Well, what he I did mean, there's a lot of guys arm? on this list with great arms, I'm sure. Have Tavares. you seen the way you could chuck it down hey, to Randy? Tavares could chuck it too, okay? Okay, tell just, me this. 
to the wrong guys. You <laughs> yeah, should. that's the problem. Just Jeff the... had a little bit of accuracy too. <laughs> you're giving you're giving too much credit to body of work for Brad Johnson, which was very mediocre. Body of work for Joe Cap, which was short and was carried by the greatest defense of that era of football. He went to a Super Bowl. And body of work of Rich Gannon before he ten years before he was a star. And you're omitting one of the great shooting star performances in Vikings quarterback history, Jeff George. Another thing on this list, and it's a, it's a really good list, and I don't know how much I tweak, <laughs> but it's an okay list. But. Hold Warren on, Moon, for instance. Yeah. So Warren Moon put up, if you just, you could debate this because he had some big years in Houston, but mm-hmm. his best single season passer rating came in 1990 with Houston. Mm-hmm. His second best single season passer rating performance came as a 39 year old in 1995 with Chris Carter catching like 120 passes. Mm-hmm. He had a, at the time, a 91.5 passer rating was one of the best in the NFL. He threw for over 4,000 yards in an era where not many guys threw for over 4,000 yards. He threw for 33 touchdown passes Mm -hmm. in an era where throwing for 30 touchdown passes was incredible. Yep. And that was Warren Moon at age 39. Could you make the case that if, and I would, so I'd put Warren Moon a little higher, just, he just didn't have, the defense was okay. He didn't have, Randy Moss came along three years later. If you would have replaced Randall Cunningham in 1998, with three years prior, Warren oh, it would Moon, have been phenomenal. That team wins the Super Bowl. That team doesn't peter out in the second half. Warren that Moon, team doesn't wet itself. Warren Moon could throw deep down the field on a line. Cunningham's passes, Moss had success because he was so great at being patient and going up and getting them. Go back and watch Moon throw. He threw darts on a line. If Randy Moss and Moon had played together, it would have been... Pretty much incredible. Oh, that would have been. It would have been incredible. Yes. Now, now here's where I. He had some good weapons in Houston. He had like he had Ernest Givens and all those guys on Tecmo Super Bowl. Hey, with Jeffries, Jeff- my man. <laughs> yep. Here's where I struggled though. Tommy Kramer. Tommy Kramer played for a long time and accumulated a lot of stats here and went fifty four and fifty six. I put him four. Is that too high? I don't have full disclosure, and Dave's probably in the same boat here. I don't have the benefit of watching him for the duration of his career, because I was born during the Tommy Kramer era, so I can only really look back at the highlights and the film and the statistics. So I th- I think when you're watching quarterbacks before about 1995, you it's eye test is really important. What did the rest of the league look like? Um, sure. what, what could defenses get away with then that they can't get away with now, and how did quarterbacks react to that? So... I don't know what to do with Tommy Kramer. It was a solid run as a starting quarterback. He didn't pop up any individual season like Favre did or like Culpepper did in, was it 2004, when Dante Culpepper would have won the MVP if not yes. for Peyton Manning. He was bonkers. fantastic. Yep. Um, as far as if you're just ranking the best individual seasons of quarterbacks, Fran makes the, you know, Fran Tarkenton, you could probably pick out a couple really good seasons running the ball too. Culpepper 04 makes it, Favre 09 makes it, Cunningham 98, 98. makes it, Jeff George 99 makes it for sure, uh, Warren Moon 95. Yep. You'd have to go pretty far down to find an individual season by Tommy Kramer that would make the list. So you're going body of work longevity. I'd like to know, first of all, I think Tommy Kramer, you can make the argument where it should be on the list, but where you have it right now, slotted four yeah. between Cunningham 5, Favre 3, yep. I think you either have to move Tommy up a spot 
or down a spot. I don't know how I you're separating. That. I debated that. Favre and Cunningham because the they were season. they were the exact same season. Yes, slow, slow, slow start. Being I'll Favre didn't really do much the first two games. Cunningham didn't start the first game until Johnson got hurt. Then had to tap then, out the next year. Exactly. Then they were brilliant NFC Championship game, miserable failure at the end, and then the next year was a complete bust. How do we separate the two there? In fact, couldn't you make a case that Randall Cunningham should be higher than Favre based you on he didn't. He didn't directly cost you the NFC Championship game. Brett Favre threw an interception. You could absolutely make that make that claim. I'm guilty of one thing on Favre. Recency Loving bias. Loving him too much. Recency <laughs> bias. No, I'm dead serious. Recency bias. Now here's full, Loving him too much. Full disclosure on Kramer. And I mean this. Third grade St. Therese, young <laughs> Judd Zolgad. Tommy Kramer jersey. Okay. Wore it to school. Oh. Do you still own it? I don't, but that might be why he's fourth on my list. Okay. Then found out, great drinker. I mean. You moved him up to number two. I moved him up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, you own his jersey in third grade, and then you turn 21, and you find out that he basically owned the 494 strip. inspired your entire life. Pretty much. You know what? It's a, it is amazing. Blues. You're going through this list, and you've got Fran Tarkenton Hall of Famer, Brett Favre Hall of Famer, Warren Moon Hall of Famer. Uh, is Rich Gannon in the Hall of Fame? Mm-mm. No. he MVP, no. though. Yeah. MVP. At the end, yeah. Dante Culpepper, borderline MVP yes. in 2004. Did Randall Cunningham win the MVP in 98? He was in the mix. He won the... I don't think he won the League Award. I think he won the Maxwell Quarterback okay. Club Award. The amount of star power on this Vikings quarterback list, whether it's Hall of Famers or... Or MVP candidates, or just straight up MVPs, or guys who later on went on to like Rich Gannon went on to stardom. I don't know if there's another comparable franchise list to just the the sheer oddity of collection of quarterbacks. No, there's probably right? not. It's ridiculous. Like Fran Tarkenton is the only true top franchise quarterback that belongs to this franchise. I mean, Tommy Kramer belonged to the franchise, but he wasn't regarded not as a one of the best quarterbacks. quarterbacks. All the other ones yes, were just absolute, great rentals that you squeezed toothpaste out of the tube. You're absolutely correct. Well, how about you're looking at the top of your list? Fran is obviously the easy number one. There's no question there. But number two is Dante Culpepper, who, yes, was your draft pick, but I know. You, as you said, lost more games than he won. He's your two? Are we arguing about that at all? I think you have to account for the, t- the touchdown celebration is... I, really high. I think he's your two. Get your roll on. No, Everybody seriously. Get your could could you put on. Favre two? I can't put well, Favre I'm, two. I'm not arguing Kramer? for anyone else. That's the problem. The no, drop wait. off between one and two is just massive. 651-646-8255. Judd has spoken. We have spoken. Your top ten Vikings quarterbacks of all time. Uh, you're getting feedback on Twitter here too, so we can we can get to feedback. But if you want to chime in via the phone, six five one six four six eight two five five, we can do so. And uh, want to give you another great blueprint for the Minnesota Twins and another case against the payroll whiners before the end of the hour. You think you and your Hall of Fame quarterback buddy like football? Well, John Gruden and Brett Favre don't just like football; they f- love it. But wouldn't it be fair for me to say I could have another 150 quarterbacks come through here. I might not ever find a guy with the combination of mental toughness and physical toughness of a Favre. Isn't that what, at the end of the day, I, you know, I, 297 like straight thank, starts? Yeah, I'd like to think so, and I'm proud of that. 
I'm, I'm proud of the things that I've accomplished. Are there more polished quarterbacks? Absolutely. <laughs> um, are, are there, you know, if I was starting a team, who would I start it with? If I wanted someone who just is bound and determined to win at no cost, yeah, I start with me.